Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Hey, hello there, and welcome to Second Half Now. Today's show is called God Calls You to Get Plugged Into His Work. What are you going to do? Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. Good to see you again, Denise. Good to see you, Dan. We are ready for another show. You betcha. And uh, we've got a very special guest in our studio today that we're going to introduce in just a moment. Today, we are talking with our special guest, Pat Johnson, who has been helping people and churches get plugged into meaningful ministry and service opportunities for, gosh, Pat, a lot of years, right? A lot of years. A lot of years. (laughs) In fact, I want our listeners to know, Pat, that you have had a big impact on people and churches on a national level. We want to hear about that. And uh, the other things that that will mean something to our local churches and our listeners and our people right here. So we're going to hear about how to find the service opportunities that will be most rewarding and fulfilling for you, for all of us. Um, Why now is such a great time to get plugged in and how God has uniquely prepared us for what we will be doing for the rest of our lives Pat Johnson, so happy to welcome you into the studio today, and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. We've been waiting a while because I talked to you months ago about yes. coming on the show yes. and uh, timing and everything mm-hmm. else. I still have about 15 people to schedule to come in, so, but uh, here you are, and we're just going to have a, a great discussion today. So happy that you can join us, and uh, we we've got lots to lots to cover. So, um, Pat, I want to start with. Um, You've been involved in uh, ministry for many years, and as I said at the opening, helping people get plugged in to service opportunities, and particularly around meeting the needs of people in our communities yes. and uh, on a national scale. So I want to, uh, to tell about your journey and what you're doing now. Well, actually, it started with a youth group. Uh, I was pretty young when I became a pastor's wife. <clears throat> And um, uh, my husband never insisted I do anything particularly, but this particular time he said, I want you to take this youth group. And I said, no, I don't think I want to do that. And he said, yes, I think I want you to do this. Uh. So long story short, uh, I tell people I went into the closet and I said, Lord, we are in big trouble. And I heard this voice from heaven that said, you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) So actually I said, okay, Lord, here's the deal. You call the plays, and I'll run them. And that was exactly what happened. Mm. Our group we called an action group. The purpose of it was to put feet to their faith. And so the first thing the Lord had me do was just to give them a very, very solid biblical basis and to feed their relationship with Christ so that anything they did would flow out of that relationship right, right. that they experienced with Christ. And so we began to um, do things for people around the community. We began to uh, help in services, all kinds of things. And then um, I had the idea, the Lord brought me the idea to me that uh, we, could, we could get more personal with this. And so I asked them to take ten, two weeks and to just pray and seek God's face about 
seeking another individual, younger person, and investing everything that God had mm. made real in their lives in the lives of this younger person. And that would include Bible studies, that would include one-to-one, that would include projects. They would just be a, a, a Timothy, Barnabas Timothy kind mm. of thing. And so that's actually what we did. And uh, they went out and they prayed for a while and they came back and out of 23 kids, uh, 17 all decided to do it. I gave them two, two more weeks. They went out, found their Timothy. They came back, no repeats. Mm. They are rela- there are relationships today that have lasted over these years, and they begin to to just invest their lives in the lives of these younger ones in Bible study, in relationship, in service, all kinds of things. And actually, over sixty percent of the original group went into what I call serious ministry. Oh, really? That's fantastic. Well, you planted good seeds, and you helped them uh, d- develop a good foundation. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then their parents came along and said, well, we want something like this, too. Yeah. And I said, well, you're a little old for this sort of thing, so let, let's see what, what we can do. Yeah. And that's where God gave me the a pattern for what eventually became Love, Inc. Yeah. started out by just uh, being... Uh, uh, helping helping hands and so uh, we just had people decide what they could do and help other people and as people have needs we just put them together and so on and so forth and then they- welcome to second half now a radio show for boomers and beyonders tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with dr dan critchett and dr denise hogan second half now sponsored by dignity memorial it's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And welcome to part two of our show today. And this is the, uh, the title of our show. It's called, God Calls You to Get Plugged Into His Work. What are you going to do? Hi, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Lopez-Hogan. And this portion is coming to you on the podcast, obviously, because that's how you are listening to it on some kind of a device, a smartphone or a tablet or a laptop or a desktop or something. Um, And on the radio, we did part one and we only have a half an hour time slot there. So we bring everything else, all the good stuff, all the rest of the show over to part two. And that's what you're listening to right now. So I encourage you to, uh, to go back either before or after you listen to part two. You do want to go back and listen to part one because we lay down the foundation with our guest and with the topics that we're talking about today. So we are very pleased to have as our guest in studio today, Pat Johnson, co-founder of Love, Inc., and now president of Ministry 911. And we haven't talked very much about that yet, Pat, but we're going to. And so welcome to Second Half Now. Glad to have you today. Thank you. Glad to be here. And what do you think of that topic? God calls you to get plugged into his work. What uh, are you going to do? I like it. Okay. <laughs> Good question for such a time as this. Exactly. <laughs> well, let's get back to work, Pat, because over on the radio side, we uh, got into the topic of love in the name of Christ and all the good work you did putting that together. But there's so much more to what you've been doing. And you also got us started talking about um, how how does one get plugged in? What if God says now is the time? So can you start us off there? Where where does one even begin if they just get to that stage where they're like, yeah, I need to get plugged in? 
Everything, we as believers, everything begins and is nurtured in our relationship with Christ. And that relationship is, is exactly that. It's a relationship where we spent much time. There's an old song about spending much time in secret, mm-hmm. much time in prayer, much time with the Lord. And that's where these things are incubated. That's, that's where the Spirit speaks to our hearts and our spirits and molds us and makes us and, and gets us ready. But there, there's another aspect to it also. And that is the fact I mentioned on the radio that we are made in the image of God. And so God is a creator, and he uh, not only had a plan for us, but he had a plan for himself, but he has a plan for us, and that's part of what gives us a desire to even uh, reach out and and do something. In Jeremiah, a very familiar passage, Jeremiah 29, says, I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you a hope and a good outcome. Then you will call on me and I will come and you will come and pray to me and I will hear you and I will answer. You will seek me and you will inquire for me with all your heart and I will be found by you. So when we come to the Lord and we start asking him about in this discovery process, Lord, uh, surely you're not done with me yet. You know, surely I have more to do. The answer is absolutely yes. That was the Old Test, but it's reverberated in the New Testament in the book of Ephesians chapter 2, for he says, we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, that we may do those good works which God planned beforehand for us taking paths which he pre-prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them, living the good life which he has prearranged and made ready for us to live. Now, that's not just a fun and games deal. Uh, God is a working God. God Mm. is still working today. And we are happiest when we feel productive. And when we are working and we are feeling uh, productive. So in this discovery process, we go right back to the, our creator, to the author of the book, the instruction manual here. And we start dialoguing, if you please, with him and say, Lord, you know, show me. And he'll do it many, many ways. Mm-hmm. One of the things that may be interesting is you may discover a common thread that has been there all through your life. I was mentioning to Denise a little while ago, I went through one of my um, large file cabinets not too long ago and found uh, a whole bunch of different projects that I had designed, and they all did the same thing. One person helping another person, you know, everything from angels to angel talk to, oh, you know, just all, all kinds of things. Isn't that great? It was a common thread all through it. I wanted to connect people with another person in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. to make a difference in their mm-hmm. lives, to help them with the help they needed, but so they would go ahead and carry that, pay it forward, go ahead mm-hmm. and do that same thing. And then there might not, if there's not those two things, there might be just an interest in something. Somewhere along your life, something piqued an interest in you. You never had time to develop it. You never had time to, the opportunity to explore it. But now you do. And God takes that, those things, and gently and carefully molds them together 
And it's like that picture of footsteps. You don't realize what he's done until we look back. Mm -hmm. And then we Mm -hmm. see, it's real clear then. We see very clearly what he's done. Right. I have a, a friend who whose mom used to say, God writes straight with crooked lines. <laughs> I like that, yeah. you got to uh-huh. get a step yeah. back for them to yeah. connect That's up right. and to see that mm-hmm. thread that mm-hmm. you're talking about. I think one of the reasons he does that is that we are so easily prone to pride. Mm-hmm. And we would just jump in and take ownership and think we're something special. And we are special in the eyes of the Lord. There's no question about that, but it's a different kind of special. And that we have a, uh, we're very valuable to the Lord and he loves us. And we, um, but we, we're not uh, to be prideful. Mm-hmm. And yet in our flesh, we can just take ownership of things so fast. Or be too afraid. <laughs> that yes, looks way this, too big for me. That's right. There's the other side. Yeah. I'd like to take us back to that Ephesians passage that it says we are created in Christ. We're his workmanship to be about those good things that he has ordained for us beforehand, that we should walk in them and that we should do them. Because I think it's very easy for us when we get toward retirement, we're thinking, gosh, I can finally rest or Mm. I can finally spend a little time doing the things that I want to do. Got a little time for myself or for ourselves if it's a couple. And, uh, and yet God says, now is the time that you can have the most deeply meaningful and fulfilling uh, portion of your life. It's, it's ahead. So mm-hmm. that it's not just laying everything down and saying, well, I'm just going to go golfing and bowling and hunting and fishing and Absolutely. just kind of, you know, because that's just kind of, it mm-hmm. can be just kind of killing time. Yes. But if yes. we get hold of what this dream is or what this common thread mm-hmm. is, what this interest is in our heart, God says, now you're going to really dig deep and you're going to have mm-hmm. a very rich and wonderful mm-hmm. uh, concluding half or quarter or mm-hmm. whatever it is mm-hmm. of your life. Now, you've talked about how we are uniquely wired uh, and want to, uh, to leave a legacy. Now, it's not to build a monument to ourselves, Mm-mm. but it is to do something that is beyond us, that will last, that will bless and benefit other people. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that a little bit, about what, about leaving a legacy? Yes, um, certainly. All Everyone who's gone to uh, some college and high school, even some high school and everything, have had some psychology classes. And they speak about this as well, that we have ages and stages. And, uh, and I also have a medical background, so, of course, we really studied the ages and stages of development Mm -hmm. but there are special works they call them uh, Mm -hmm. at each stage or during each age groups for instance uh, finding a mate uh, reproducing uh, um, having a a family and and building a home and that sort of thing and as people get older and are they empty nesters and whatever and move beyond that 65 years and so on in that area the next that work that is called is to reinvest that which has been invested in us in the next generation Mm -hmm. and that's what that legacy business is all about we are all about we are already wired for that Um, god in a sense is doing the same thing in us we are being recreated in Christ Jesus. And what? how are we being recreated? We are being conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. So God has his own legacy plan. Right. <laughs> but that legacy is in us, and we it is just there. We just have that desire to do it. Now, there are things that happen in people's lives where not everybody is just busting out all over to leave a legacy as such. But the majority of people recognize that desire to have leave something significant, 
something behind, so to speak, that is uh, significant, that contributed to uh, the human race, mm -hmm. to uh, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, like I say, we're just flat out wired to do that. So uh, these opportunities give us that, that perfect time to explore these things because the only thing we're taking to glory with us are our relationships, those other relationships. I laugh when I hear a pastor say he's never seen a hearse with a U-Haul behind him, right. you know, right. <laughs> because what we take is intangible. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said, that's, that's part of us. And we all, we all have that. So by serving and touching other lives and, and, um, we get blessed. It's a double blessing because we're blessed and, uh, those people are blessed as well. I was listening this morning to uh, Alistair Bagg and he was speaking about the passage in James about show me your faith and works and that sort of right. thing. But the point he made was that our faith is demonstrated by our works, those works being how we touch and invest Christ in other lives and how we touch them in the yeah. name of Christ. I think it's responding to that God-given voice in us that says, I want my life to matter. Absolutely. Not for my sake, mm -hmm. but for God's sake and yes. for the sake of those around me. I want to mm -hmm. do something significant, something that that makes a difference. I want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And again, it's not it's not based on pride or self-centeredness. It is based on service. And and in God's economy, the amazing thing is the more we serve and give, the more we are filled up. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, if you spend a life um, trying to acquire things for yourself, you mm -hmm. know, accolades mm -hmm. and accumulation and possessions and all of that stuff, it turns out to be empty. Yes, it, it turns is out empty. to be very unsatisfying. Absolutely. Right. But when you give and serve and mm -hmm. when you say in God's name, I just want to rise up and do whatever it is that God has equipped Absolutely. me to do, then we have a, a meaning and a purpose that is more deeply fulfilling than anything mm -hmm. we could ever mm -hmm. uh, acquire by trying to fill our own bucket mm -hmm. with the stuff of this life. Well, John says that um, abide in me, where Jesus says abide right. in me and I will abide in right. you. And when Christ abides in us, he lives his life through us mm -hmm. and he touches other yeah. lives. And I think about that scripture where he says, when a, when a person comes to Christ, that the angels rejoice. Right. Yeah. They get yeah. on a happy trip, yeah. you know, because <laughs> the Holy Spirit has done something, touched a life, and it's made such a, a big difference in the kingdom right. of heaven. And it's... Uh, it's all the same thing. Mm -hmm. I think if a person is uh, discouraged or tired or kind of frustrated or whatever else, um, the counterintuitive or the opposite of what they think, oh, I just need some rest or I need to whatever. No, it's actually, it is when you serve. Here's an illustration. So I'm a pastor and I'm going to visit, you know, Grandma Schmidt in the nursing home. And here I go, I'm driving over to the nursing home and I say, well, I'm going to be a blessing to her because I'm going to read her a scripture passage. I'm going to pray with her and everything else. And wouldn't you know that every time after that, when I've been there to be a blessing, I'm the one that gets blessed. It doesn't matter what she says, even if she just says, oh, thank you, Pastor. Mm -hmm. And the little bit of testimony that she says about God's faithfulness mm -hmm. or any of that, I went to, to be a blessing but I came away with such a deep, profound blessing. And, and so that's our listeners can say, okay, so if I need to be energized, if I need to be equipped, if I need to get up and get going, 
It's all about service. Mm -hmm. It's all about service. I had that experience. Two two stories I'd like to share real quickly. Uh, early on, when we were married, one uh, we had children that were ill, and when our son was very ill and he was quarantined, and we lived in Ellensburg, that was high desert. And I used to say I watched out the window to see who came by first, the road runner or Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> one uh, bad bad uh, mm. newspaper and a and a sometimes working radio station. So. So anyway, I was um, taking care of this very, very sick child, and nobody could come in and go out and all that sort of thing. Got very, very depressed right. and lonely and what have you. One day my husband came home, and he said, you need to get out of here. I'll take care of him. You just get out of here. And I thought, well, where can I go? We didn't have any money either. Mm. <laughs> so I got in the car, and, and the thought came to me, go down to the nursing home and see Mrs. Molehausen. So I thought... Oh, that's a great idea. I'm already depressed, you know. But I go <laughs> right. down to the nursing home right. to see Mrs. Molehausen, and I walked in her room, and sure enough, Mrs. Molehausen was depressed. So we exchanged pleasantries, and then pretty soon talked a little bit. We then we started talking more and more and more. She told me how her family came over in covered wagon, and how the Lord protected them from this and protected them from that, and we just got happier and happier and happier. <laughs> and when I walked out there, I was just floating on a on a cloud. So that's just fantastic. exactly. Exactly what, what you were talking wow. about. The other thing was even um, so poignant. Uh, Bill, um, oh dear, I've lost it. Bob, the founder of uh, World Vision. Bob Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. Okay, he loved to tell the story about... Uh, we use the term that, that God used with Moses about what is in your hand about just using what is in your hand mm -hmm. to bless somebody else and it will come back to you and but that work we're talking about that good work he told a story about going into a leper colony and being on a tour and they took him into this one room where there was a lady that was very very disfigured her hands her fingers were all gone but one finger and as they walked into the room, she was pointing to the ceiling with this with this one finger. And uh, Dr. Pierce said, what, what's that all about? And they said, oh, this is Marie. And she said she came to us as a young woman, a young wife. One day they discovered leprosy on her, and she was driven out of her village. Mm. She was driven out away from her family. Um, she uh, was, nobody would talk to her anything in those days, and she had no place to go, and the leprosy, leprosy got worse and worse, and she came here. She never saw her boys again. She found out her husband mm -hmm. had remarried, and she continued to get worse, but somebody had shared Jesus Christ with her. And she knew the reality of Jesus Christ in her life and in her yeah. heart. And so anytime anybody would come to the leper colony, she would tell them what Jesus mm. had done for her wow. and what had happened in her life until she had no voice anymore. The leprosy destroyed her voice box and she could not talk. Here she was in this bed, paralyzed, could not talk, yeah. could only do one thing, and that was raise that finger to heaven, wow. that one Wow. little act and Bob Pierce said I vowed at that moment everywhere I go I will tell that wow. story and she lives on and she lives on and the the results the ripples mm. of that act of service yeah. mm. how many gazillion of lives right Has that, I mean there was years and years ago when I heard that I can't even tell it now right. without crying that's wow. what I'm noticing, that this means a lot to you. And now you're telling that story. Bob Pierce told it how many times? Oh. 
and now you are telling it. And I'm sitting across the table from you here, Pat, and I see your Bible open, and you have highlights and underlines and sticky notes and all kinds of things. Tell me what this book and what this message and what this truth, what this power has meant to you, because I know that you have not connected people to service out of your ivory tower, out of your teaching platform, out of your, uh, out of all that. It has been through a life of difficulty and challenge and struggle. And here, here is your, here is your power right here laid out on the table in front of you. It is. Early on in, and when I came to know Christ, I, I uh, lamented because I didn't know where to learn about Christ. I wasn't in a surrounding where I could. And the Lord just told me, I will be your teacher. And so he gave me such a desire to just uh, absorb his word. I, yeah. I don't even care for the phrase, read your Bible, because it's so much more than that. You right. assimilate exactly. it. Mm-hmm. You absorb it, you know. And I just began to, to uh, absorb it more and more and more. And all I can tell you is that if, if my, my goal is about usually around every morning to have about two hours with the Lord. And then if there's time in the evening, but I'm honest, I tell people I might as well not get out of bed if I don't, don't have that time. But it's, um, it is, it is literally the fuel, my fuel. It is a food that gives me strength. Thank you. And the wisdom and everything else. Thank you for that. More on that right after the break. We'll be right back. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people planned for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503 807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life is a journey, and it really helps to have a roadmap, especially during your golden years of life. There are at least 80 senior living communities and 1,100 adult care homes in just the greater Portland-Vancouver metro area. At no cost to you or your family, you can plan now for the right fit for yourself or loved ones. Golden Placement Services is the roadmap to your new home. In four simple steps, assessment, research, touring, and follow-up, the Golden Girls will help you prepare for the next part of your journey. We found Golden Placement Services to be very helpful to us in locating a care facility for our father. They asked good questions to ascertain what kind of facility we were looking for. We were taken to a few homes that fit the criteria we were seeking, and we're very happy with the care our dad's receiving from the facility found for us by Golden Placements. Visit our website at goldenplacements.com to learn more. That's goldenplacements.com or call one of the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. 
We want to thank our sponsors, not only the two that you just heard a spot for, Dignity Memorial and Golden Placement Services, but we also want to be sure to mention our other sponsors, 24-7 Properties, 180 Cash Flow Strategies, Northwest Web Construction Company, and our wonderful partners, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, and this radio station, KKPZ. Thank you to our sponsors. We highly recommend that uh, you, as our listeners, call them, contact them, uh, do business with them, ask questions, find out how they can make your life better in their own unique area of business. Pat, I want to get back to uh, this, this idea of a thread that is running through a person's life and one of the th- one of the things you said about that is seems to be that you have a thread running through your own life and that is putting people together in the name of Christ mm-hmm. and and that uh that energy that you have put to those causes now is being expressed through a nonprofit that you call Ministry 911. Could yes. you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Well, again, this was birthed out of my uh, ex- whole experience, but mainly out of my experience at World Vision. Um, I was uh, involved with affiliates all across the United States, and the first step was that they had to become 501c3s or tax-exempt organizations, and many of them did not know how to do that, so they would ask me if I would help them. And so I learned how to help them. And so uh, after um, I came back here, I had a, I did some nursing for a while and what have you, and then was back involved in mis- ministry again. And then the Lord started opening the door again and bringing people to me. And as they would ask me if I would help them develop a nonprofit, they had a dream in their heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they wanted to develop it, but they didn't have the faintest idea how to start. Or they had done a few pa- little bit of paperwork and got stuck and didn't know where to go from there and could I help them that began this wonderful adventure called ministry 911 because uh, they come with a dream I hear their heart I hear their passion we talk about the best kind of a, of a structure for them uh, uh, how if it would be a nonprofit if it would be a, just an association uh, that sort of thing most of them come to me are for nonprofits and then they uh, I take them through the whole documentation process the fir- it's like building a house and so the first thing is the foundation and the foundation is the documentation with the state and the federal government so that they are legal to operate and to uh, receive funding and be tax exempt and that sort of thing so uh, we do that and then uh, I then go on and orient their boards, train their directors, do workshops on the various things. Uh, just, I call it being a mother hen. Mm. Uh, I think in the big world, we call it being a consultant. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and I uh, talk about being blessed and talk about the, the one story that you told Dan was just so awesome. I mean, when I get to share, they share their lives with me and those uh, we solve the problems and and watch those ministries grow and more develop and new ones. Uh, I just I just go home walking off the six feet off the ground, and I mentioned to you before the creativity of God is just amazing. Mm. We have everything from we've done everything from medical teams going into countries doing heart uh, surgeries for orphans to uh, all kinds of uh, children's work, women families, uh, therapy animals, and uh, one maybe later on I can tell you about the fly fisherman. That's one of my favorite Well, I think you should tell us now. Do we have the time to do that? Yeah, let's do it. 
Well, a fellow called me up, and his name was Bucky. And I thought, is this guy pulling my leg? And then when I said, well, what, what are you interested in developing a nonprofit to, uh, to do? And he said, well, I to fly fish. And I thought, he has got to be kidding me. And so the more we talked about it, then he told me his story. And he told me that he was uh, uh, well taken care of and what have you, but he, had, he loved fly fishing. It was just his passion, and he had given everything to the Lord but his fly fishing. One day he said, okay, Lord, time's up. Here are my rods. Uh, do with them what you want. And he said, Pat, the Lord gave me back the rods, and uh, we have a wonderful ministry I'd like to develop uh, where we take people out and let them fish and take them out on fly fishing trips. And then the profit we make from that, we buy aquaphonic fish farm units, and we send those to third world country orphanages and support children in those orphanages and it is just one of the most exciting ministries and it's continuing to just grow and i can picture that because you told about what that uh, how that functions and how it looks but maybe a little bit more detail about so our listeners can understand what an aquaphonic fish farm unit is well it's kind of like a room (laughs) and it's full of water and it has fish in the bottom and then the fish do what fish do and so on top they plant vegetables and fruits and fertilizer foods. floats to the top that's is that what exactly you're saying right okay. yeah that's exactly right okay. and then they may they and the whole thing they can sell the produce they can sell the fish they can eat some of it uh, one of those aquaphonic units will um, support uh, 30 children for a month that wow. is some creativity just, yeah. wow so they just Who it's amazing yeah and now like they're the fly fishing rods uh, fly fishing <laughs> rods and now they've branched out and they're doing uh even some more um things i'm not at liberty at liberty to say just what they're doing but now they're being able to reach into that very dark area of sex exploitation mm. and help with um rescuing and help providing for some yeah. of the children wow. that have been involved in those things and this is all out of the heart of people who yes. have a dream, have a desire, yes. have a common thread, have something where they want to make a difference. They want Absolutely. to do something significant, something that matters, something that counts. Yes. And okay. there's a pat out there ready to and make the, a difference too. And there's a bunch of pats out there. So Pat, for our listeners now, there are some who are thinking, okay, this is making some sense and maybe I haven't figured out how to plug in yet or what to do. So what would you say to our listener who says, okay, what do I do? Where do I start? Start by going to our website, ministry911.net. Okay. There you will find our phone number. You will find information. You can call us. We'll talk to you about your dream, about what it would take, about uh, all the ins and outs of it. We're doing it now since the late 80s. And um, this this last year, we uh, did around over 100. Oh, wow. And um, oh, it's just, again, it's exciting to see that this is a thing God is lifting up. Mm-hmm. And God is doing it. It's an exciting thing. So go to our website. Give us a call. Uh, we'll be happy to talk with you. Okay, we'll let me hook you up. Yeah, and I want to make this clear, too. Not everybody um, is thinking about starting an organization or That's a ministry. Right. So do we go back to... Uh, Love Inc. And if a person says, I just want to fix refrigerators or I just want to cut firewood or I want to provide coats for kids in the, you know, 
So what is the connecting point for Love, Inc.? If, they're not wanting, if a person is not ready to start an organization, they just want to get involved someplace with something that's already going. Once again, uh, either call, if you have Love, Inc. in your area, call them because they're, uh, con- they're joined to all kinds of agencies right. and organizations. If not, uh, call us and we'll tell you all kinds of organizations and, and agencies you can get involved in. Good. Okay. Fantastic. And again, um, our website is coming along. It's, uh, it's about ready for a total transformation pretty soon. But in the meantime, our listeners can go to secondhalfnow.com and just fill out a simple contact form. And all you have to do is say, how do I get in touch with Pat? Or what's this ministry 911 business or whatever? We'll handle all that communication, all those requests and everything else. So, so bottom line, Pat, what would you say to a person who's thinking, uh, here, you know, the, the title of our show this time was God Calls You to Get Plugged Into His Work. What are you going to do? I would say start now. Get get at it. Discover what you're going to do. Find out that dream and don't let the grass grow under your feet. You will be so happy. You will be so full of joy. People will wonder what you're popping. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have what she's having, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, and our little ministry nine one one. Would you like some? <laughs> yeah, Pat to the rescue. <laughs> yeah, well, I will just say uh, anybody that wants to get in touch with Pat, uh, do it one way or the other. Their website, our website, whatever. And when you go in there, maybe a little trembling, a little unsure, a little bit, uh, you know, kind of confused about. Uh, what you can do, all that's going to go away when you talk to Pat. She's going to get you on a right path, and you're going to be excited and blessed. Folks, that is our program for today. Thank you again, Pat, for coming in and spending this time with us. It's been wonderful. I, I love talking about the things of the Lord, and I love seeing God's people put feet to their faith. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> You're over there beaming and smiling the whole time. Thank so, uh, folks, we just want to encourage you and remind you to tune in every Monday for the on-air portion, 5.30 to 6 p.m. every Monday. Then go to the website to hear part two, and you can, of course, hear a replay of part one. That's available 24-7. And, uh, again, our new website, uh, any day now, it's going to pop open, and we're going to have uh, all the bells and whistles. So, folks, thank you for listening today because together – We are building a valuable resource for all of us. This is Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with co-host Dr. Denise Hogan, saying goodbye for now. And I mean this, we all mean this, God bless you. May he bless you with a life that honors him and blesses others. So let's meet again next Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m., right here on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth, sponsored by Dignity Memorial. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.